Hello, everyone. We're your host, Will Marie and Justin from Keen Consulting, and we're here to talk about project management and business solutions. Please listen, take note, enjoy yourselves, and let's go. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to our podcast. If you are a new listener, welcome, and we're happy to have you listening with us today. Um, this is episode eight of the podcast. Uh, Justin's sitting here with me. Hi, guys. <laughs> um, for those of you that are new, um, uh, we uh, basically are talking about uh, business topics. Uh, that's what the podcast focuses on. And every week we bring to you um, a new business topic. And uh, lately, I think our last podcast was in November. And I do apologize for any new listeners that have been listening to podcasts as we haven't put any new ones out there. Um, but we do plan on um, trying to get up to speed and be consistent with the podcast. So do stay, you know, if you're listening, stay tuned and we will keep you guys posted um, on our social media, um, uh, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, our Facebook pages and stuff like that. If you follow us uh, and let you know when we do put a new podcast out. Um, so in today's podcast, we'll be discussing the topic of knowledge management and how it can help you and your business to be more efficient. Um, that being said, so what is knowledge management and how does it relate to your business? Well, for starters, knowledge management is essentially about getting the right knowledge to the right person at the right time. So this can include, you know, anything from knowledge creation, or it may solely focus on knowledge sharing, storage, and refinement. So that being said, knowledge management isn't about just managing knowledge per se, but the objective of knowledge management is to create value and leverage and refine your company's knowledge tools to meet your organizational goals. Now, when it comes to knowledge management business, there is research suggesting, and I found this kind of surprising, um, it's pretty fascinating, uh, that poor knowledge sharing practices cost Fortune 500 companies an estimated $3.5 billion annually. And that 74% of organizations estimate that effective knowledge management disciplines increase company productivity by 10 to 40%. So how do you exactly go about incorporating knowledge management systems or tools? Um, well, you, you have to go about finding an effective and, and how do you go finding an effective one at that? Well, there are several steps and, and things that you should consider. Well, for starters, it starts with your strategy. Um, and when I mean strategy, I mean your company's strategy and its objectives. It's really on, it's really about going, you know, it's going to depend on that. So basically your company's mission and its goals and objectives. For example, is it, you know, uh, is it to go out and give customers the best in-home repairs possible when it comes to HVAC? You know, companies, your company's why, why is it that you do what you do? Um, and a lot of companies don't even know their why. So you want to make sure you figure that out. Yeah, that's actually a good one. Good point. And then when it comes to the strategy, uh, it can be one that implements relevant knowledge systems or tools in order to manage and share knowledge among team members in, company, in the company. And that will ultimately help your organization achieve its objectives. Uh, one example of this is uh, if you have a SharePoint on your company drive, that has a good way to share knowledge. Um, that's just one way. There are many other 
ways to do it, but that's just one example. Yeah, and like Justin said, knowledge systems and tools can vary from company to company and from various industries. Like, for example, uh, these systems and tools can aid with knowledge management, like cross-training programs, basically, where uh, you have new team two new team members, like, overshadowing or shadowing like an experienced team member in order to understand how certain tasks are done and like processes that are done in your company. Um, and then you got document management systems. That's another one. And basically these systems hold company information, whether it's like on a cloud or a server. And a prime example of this could be Google Drive. And there is certain software that can aid with knowledge sharing communication with team members like Microsoft Teams. Uh, so when it comes to knowledge tools, it can vary. And basically it comes down to whether you know what you're really needing and how it will be used in your company. You know, do you have anything you want to add? No, to you that? just want to make sure you find the right thing for your company, whether it be cost effectiveness, um, the, how your employees prefer to get their knowledge, uh, whether it be from person to person through a share drive. Uh, it's, you just really got to fill out your company and figure out what works best for you. There's no one size fits all solution. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, and another example, you know, let's just say you're running a field service company and you could be needing a knowledge management system or tool that helps provide documents relevant to, you know, the work being done on the field. So like your current processes may not be as efficient right now, you know, in turn you're constantly like having to go out to job sites and you have revisits to fix issues. Right. So, you need to determine what exactly would help you to avoid these situations. Like, so I would like go dive in and find out what could you put in place that would help to prevent issues like that from happening. Well, I know uh, in some cases I've seen technicians carry around binders in their uh, work vans of equipment. And sometimes those are outdated. Yeah. And something else you wanted to account for, you know, is also like, your company culture when you're implementing yes. these systems. You know, you might have, you know, some, let's say you have some older people uh, that work for you and they're not too savvy when it comes to computers and technology. Uh, you might want to have basically a library inside your office where they can go look. Yeah. And also what are the processes in place that are, you know, already in place and how are the team members reacting? You may also want to, you know, see about getting a thorough process review and that could be handy um this is actually something that justin and i discuss in our book which we are currently working on getting published soon and in the book we discuss the importance of conducting a process review in order to ensure that current processes are still relevant and still working for your company um process reviews are very important i think because they not only ensure you know that everything's working properly within your organization but they can help you gain a clear picture of what's really going on so you can improve. And it's really a great way to start before you, you know, implement the knowledge management tools and systems that you're looking at. You know, last, you know, last thing you want to do is implement a knowledge management system with broken processes. That's just not going to work or give you the results that you need within your business. Yeah. You could try to implement something, you know, try to force it down everybody's throat and they're going to be very reluctant to kind of do that. So you need to ensure that it kind of works for, I'm not going to say everybody, uh, but as an overall for your company, it works the best for your company. And you also need to look at the structure of your company and like who is reporting what information to whom 
and who should be receiving it. Are there efficient reporting processes in place where the right people are getting the right information and at the right time? Yeah. Could your processes be archaic and uh, no longer needed? Uh, is there a way to streamline some things? Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's also research suggesting that 44% of employees are either poor or very poor at transferring knowledge. Yeah, I know. Um, especially being in the civilian sector and, you know, not being in the military anymore, um, people can be very selfish. Um, mm -hmm. So that way, you know, let's say <clears throat> they leave a company, um, all that knowledge goes with them. And they kind of make it bad for you because I have to learn it from the ground up or somebody's just trying to keep that knowledge. So that way you don't kind of boot them out of that position. Yeah. And this is like another topic we talk in our, in our book that we're writing right, uh, currently working on. And, you know, we also talk about the concept of having SOPs. Now, if you don't know what SOP is, it's basically standard operating procedures. And these are really helpful, um, when it comes to, you know, uh, retention and like, you know, when you're getting new employees in and trying to learn your processes, um, because, uh, employees within those jobs can actually transfer their knowledge within SOPs and make it easier for the next person coming in. Um, also, uh, I found it fascinating too, cause I, I, you know, gathering research, there's also, you know, uh, research that suggests that knowledge, you know, that workers are spending 30% of their time looking for or recreating information that already exists. And I mean, when knowledge isn't shared and accessible, employees waste their time recreating solutions. I mean, you're making, people are making mistakes, you know, they're not getting the insights they need to be productive and, you know, answering the same questions over and over again. I mean, I'm sure you can test to this, Justin. Yeah. You're just doing double work and, um, so, so you tell somebody something on how to do something and they don't write it down, um, or you don't have something to share with them, like a little piece of paper or something, or a, I guess an outline on how to do it. They're going to forget and you're going to have to reshare that information. And it's going to take time out of your day when you could be doing other things. Yeah. In short, you know, poor knowledge sharing results in companies running much less efficiency, efficient, you know, and productivity just goes out the window yeah um an effective knowledge management system you know in play having one would reduce the cost of your inefficiency by making you know your company knowledge more available accessible and accurate it's practically important for businesses today because i mean teams are much more distributed when you have multiple branches or hire remote employees there's also a need for a system of distributing that knowledge yeah especially in today's world with the you know global pandemic that keeps them going and going and going, you know, um, a lot of workers are remote right now. So you can't be in an office with, you know, Sherry over there and she can give you some knowledge. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, you can call that person up, but they're usually doing something else and it's going to take time out of what they're doing to get that information. So, um, being streamlined and getting this information and distributing it correctly will be a big help to your company. Yeah. In addition to that, there are like many benefits, you know, to having effective knowledge management systems because it could, you know, it's not only reducing your operational costs and, improve, you know, improving your productivity, but, you know, some of the benefits are like, you know, spending less time recreating existing knowledge, like we mentioned, you know what I mean? And when it's information is just, act, you know, easily accessible, accurate, it reduces the need for your coworkers to, you know, interrupt each other with 
email, chat, or support tickets. I mean, employees and especially, you know, support teams spend less time answering repetitive questions, you know, freeing them up to focus on more important and more profitable work. Don't you agree? Yeah. And, you know, also you can get that information you need sooner and with fewer headaches. Yeah, you don't have to wait on somebody to answer you, especially, you know, if you're working remote, you're going to have to wait. Um, but if you have a good system, uh, that other person can just tell you, hey, go look here, and it's there. So they don't have to take time explaining it to you. Yeah, and there's also that room to make fewer mistakes. You know, when employees aren't sharing that information, they, you know, you're doomed to repeat the same mistakes others have already made. You know, you're basically, by having an effective knowledge management system, you know, you can avoid certain situations, and then there's the lessons to be learned from mistakes, and the failures are accessible to everyone. Right. Um, that's why, you know, when it comes to failures, every time you have a project and in the middle of your project, you want to do a lessons learned. Um, you want to do it. Let's say you have a long-term project could be a couple months. You want to do it 90 days, 120 days, and then you want to do it at the end, you know, so that way you're always improving and always knowing what's going on with that project and keep it going and keeping on on its course. Yeah. And it also gives you the ability to make informed decisions. You know, when your employees are able to share those experiences, you know, those lessons learned and, and the research is searchable in a knowledge system. I mean, you're, you, you're having that, the ability to, you know, put the pieces of data and different viewpoints together to make an informed decision, you know, and it also standardizes that process, you know, it's like we mentioned in our book, have your, if you, the telephone game, you know what I mean? So, you know, if you ever play telephone, you know that, you know, when you pass the information along to the other person, it gets distorted. You know what I mean? When you're communicating right. by word of mouth or, you know, um, and when you're documenting and sharing the processes, you know, it's more easy to communicate, you know, and everybody to be on the same page and following approved procedures. Right. I also think um, effective knowledge management systems and, you know, tools in place also provide better service to employees and customers. I mean, you it allows for your support teams to resolve employee and customer requests quickly and correctly. Employees are able to stay happy and productive, um, you know, and it's just overall good for the company, you know, uh, and customers place more trust in your company. I mean, which makes them more likely to purchase your services again. Right. And, you know, <clears throat> keeping your customers happy is probably the best way to keep on making money for your company. Yeah. Now, when it comes to knowledge management systems and tools, um, you automatically, you know, everybody assumes like technology automatically. Right. So like la- looking into technology, what kinds of technology out there that could make your company's job easier and streamline those processes. When investing in technology, I think it's important to know that null technology is created equal. Right. Uh, especially, you know, since you got um, all these companies that, how do I put it? You got a bunch of software companies that are kind of fly by, see their pants and they do one thing. And it might not even be done very well. Um, hence our software that we created chit. Um <laughs> Not to my own horn, but, you know, we don't do just one thing. Yeah. And, like, what types of technology have you seen in the field that may have, like, may or may not have served the companies well based on their objectives? Like, like they might have purchased something and it might have not served them as well. Um, 
I mean, a lot of things that companies purchase, you know, is cloud storage uh, through like Microsoft. Um, that works well, but not everybody has access to it, mm-hmm. uh, especially technicians out in the field. I mean, what if there's a manual they need and you tell them, hey, it's on the cloud. And they're like, where can I go find it? I only have a phone or an iPad. Yeah. You know? they're not going to necessarily know how to get to that information. So basically it's like a broken system right there. And like, do you think that like technology really makes a difference when it comes to like knowledge management? And It, it can. Um, but there's also, you know, sometimes the human factor can't always be taken out. Um, in order to keep those knowledge management tools that are based in technology, you have to have somebody up, upload it, you know, yeah. Um, you're gonna have the human factor in actually sharing that knowledge and writing it down or typing it out and putting it on there. So you're gonna have to have a very capable person to do that. Yeah, that makes sense. So um, we wrote a blog earlier this week where like, you know, when it comes to technology, where like we discussed about how you go about looking for technology if this is something that you're wanting to do in your own company when it comes to knowledge management. And in in the blog, we had mentioned some tips, which we'll talk about them here in the podcast, of how you can go about, um, you know, looking and investing in technology. So when you're going about investing in any technology and knowledge management features, you should do your research and due diligence. Um, You want to look for technology that is mobile. And like Justin was saying, you know, that your technicians or whoever's out on the field uh, will have access to or be able to get access to, you know, they, they need to have access to the most recent information and data available. Um, you also, I think I can stress this enough and I don't just put your input in it if you, you know, want, but you know, it's really, I think it needs to be user-friendly, easy to use. And one that you don't have to really go through so many hurdles to upload documents and information, you know, and that has consistent issues. I mean, I mean, lastly, the last thing you want is like, a you know, you want a good system that will allow technicians to provide you feedback from the field. You don't want something that's not going to be able to do that. Yeah. And right now I can tell you there's one in particular software that kind of dominates the field. I'm not sure why, um, but, you know, they only really do one thing and you have to have like eight or nine different integrations and you have to hire a company to get those all integrated. You know, why don't you get just one one thing that will work for you instead of investing so much time, money, energy, um, you can be, you know, you could have work you could be doing other than spending your time trying to debug this software that you're having implemented and it just never works. Uh, we actually, uh, know a company who's having issues like that right now. Mm hmm. And I mean, that's really, and like what Justin was saying earlier, not to our own horn, that's really why we created our software. Um, And for those of you who are new to podcasts or, you know, may have been listening, but haven't really, you know, know what we're talking about, but we did create a field service software um, named called CHIT. And basically, well, it stands for Control, Hold, Integrate, and Transfer. And CHIT is basically an all-in-one field service software. Uh, And... Included inside Chit is also we do have management uh, knowledge management systems and um, in the knowledge management systems, you know, we believe in that, you know, communication between the office and the field and technicians are going to be, you know, able to see 
the documents and the manuals and stuff that they need to complete their, you know, stuff in the field. And we also have like a lead gen in there. So where your technicians can also input, you know, their feedback from the field and your sales teams can also take that information and touch base with the customer, you know, so that way you're constantly getting that customer service. Yeah. Basically on it, they can say they recommend, Oh, if you get a, since your let's say your HVAC system is a little bit older, we recommend that you you know get a um, a yearly servicing plan where we come out and service twice a year and um, you should be good to go. And it covers you know it, your plan could cover like emergency visits. You know you get ten percent off your emergency visit or something like that. Um, <clears throat> you know that recommendations can help boost your revenue um, and it's. Revenue you don't really have to work for, especially if you do like that little like a service plan. You know, you don't really have to work for it. Yeah. And, you know, um, with CHIT, it's not the way we're going with it. And that's, you know, we're, we've been, uh, you know, constantly improving it is CHIT is ultimately, you know, you're going to be your one-stop shop, you know. Um, and if you guys want to know more, you know, go to chitsystem.com. And it's C-H-I-T and then system.com altogether. Uh, and CHIT will like basically it's going to include, you know, everything from your accounting, your sales, your project management tool. It's even going to have a customer portal. That way customers can, you know, get in touch with you directly rather than calling, leaving a voicemail. You'll have an email right there that you can answer during the day. Yeah. Uh, rather than them waiting on you and you waiting on them. Um It'd just be a lot easier. Yeah. And that's really what our main motive was with CHIT is to make it easier on the companies. You know, when I think of CRMs or like, you know, uh, knowledge management systems or any type of system to help a company, you know, obtain its goals, you know what I mean? And achieve their mission. I think of everything all in one. I don't think about having to create other features. I don't think about integration. I don't think companies should have to pay consulting companies to, you know, basically show them how to use the system or, you know, it should be user friendly. Right. And I, I've worked in many companies where you have three, four, five, six, seven, eight different, you know, platforms you use to get one job done. And it's ridiculous. Yeah. So, you know, like we said, not to toot our own horn, but, you know, this is just something that we've been working on. And just from us understanding and seeing, you know, mainly Justin, you know, seeing the field service point of view of it. And I'm, you know, I, me being in organizations as well and seeing those. You're the intellectual. Intellectual. You know, we see these problems and, you know, and we, our goal was to provide a solution. So definitely, you know, if this is, you guys are looking for a knowledge management system, do check out, you know, chit, uh, chitsystem.com. Now, um, that being said, uh, when incorporating knowledge management systems and tools, you just don't want to look at it from a business point of view of increasing your profits and like saving money, but you also want to look at it from the perspective of your team and how it can make their lives easier. I mean, you know, I would go, like I said, as far as investing in systems that actually are easy, user-friendly for your employees to use and navigate. I mean, the last thing you want is having someone, you know, take X amount of time trying to figure out how to use a certain system because it's complex. Yeah, if you keep your employees productive you'll earn more revenue they'll be happier because they don't spend so much time looking for something um so they'll be more productive you'll get more revenue and honestly 
keep on asking them questions. Okay. Is there anything I can do to make it better? What do you suggest? And then they'll, if you change it, they'll really feel like they have a sense of purpose and they'll work harder for you. Yeah. And ideally you want something practical and easy to implement, you know, something you can just plug in and get the job done. And some, you know, like what we were talking about, you know, something you just don't have to integrate and hire the consultant, you know, and develop all those additional features. So yeah, that's basically, you know, covers our topic for today, unless you have anything else to add. Um, no, I don't have much to add. I uh, just wanted to say thank you guys for listening and we hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Yeah. And stay tuned. We will be posting. Um, like I said, I, we apologize for not having, uh, getting consistent with the podcast, but we will be posting another podcast next week. Stay tuned and check out our social media. Um, we, you can find us at on LinkedIn at King consulting. Um, we do also have a social media platform for chit. If you guys would not look into that, And until next time. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye. Keen Consulting signing off. And until next time.